everything I know I learned from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Happy Halloween, comic bastards Listeners Comic bastard listeners There we go, that works I'm just gonna keep it Welcome And yes, Halloween was yesterday And yes, the stores already have Christmas decorations And yes, you can't say Happy Halloween the day Fuck you, I can I'll say Happy Thanksgiving From now until Thanksgiving Because that's the only time we have Alright, otherwise the rest of the time is Christmas Which I have no problems with But then the minute Christmas is over It says, nope, Happy New Year now Happy New Year I'm not so, I don't know, date-specific and wishing people and motorcycles driving by that I hear and completely fuck my train of thought because, my God, fuck off already, you fucker. Anyway, happy Halloween. Let's get some, uh, get some comics going. Had an interesting start to my November in which I woke up and the internet was broken because some assholes down the road uh, cut the fiber cable, took everyone's internet, phone, and uh, cable out, just all of it. Tried to use my phone's internet. Tower was down too. I don't know if it had the same fucking line or some shit, but it, whoever did that, good job. You created a lot of work today that no one wanted to do. On the comic side, starting with an IDW. Kind of been starting out with a lot of DC. I know it's like whoa, IDW. Uh, which I will say, I wish I wish I liked more IDW books, but I just. I don't. Which uh, brings me to Atomic Robo, The Spectre of Tomorrow. It's the new mini-series. Um, it's, a, it's a good fish first issue. I've never really gotten into Atomic Robo. I like the concept. Um, the art is great. It's just, it seems like a very interesting world. Uh, the creator's backstory is, is wonderful, and I, I applaud that. I just never get into this comic book. I try and I try, and it has kind of the Magnolia verse uh, feel to it, in which each new miniseries is continuing the last story. So it's not that, you know, and they've even done the spin off of like, you know, kind of like Abe Sapien still was in the same continuity and whatever. Um, it's not that it's an actually new story, it's just a new jumping on point for new readers. Uh, the problem I have is I just never really find a spot to get hooked to to latch on to and unfortunately this one's kind of the same it's not a bad first issue at all it's just the what it sets up does not interest me enough to come back you know it was just kind of like okay um, you're gonna get evicted by uh sir richard what's his face who is completely mischaracterized in this book like i'm not saying that he's like a a godly saint but just uh seeing him quite recently on Shark Tank and then reading this I was like oh these are two very different people just very different people um, you know if it's if it's something you've always been curious about check it out I will say that it, it's fared better when it moved to IDW than other books that have done that a lot of the, uh, the exception of like one which I'm not even going to fucking talk about because it became shit in my opinion when it got to IDW most of those uh, monkey brain books that went over there, you know, they're they're gone. They they showed no amount of success there. Uh, the Dark Horse ones surprisingly have done okay. Continue to come out at least. Um, but hey, you know, not not saying anything because <laughs> why compare to a struggling company with another company that I can't stand because they put out mostly crap in my opinion. 
Uh, let's go to the DC, because I'd rather not end on the DC. Batman White Knight, number two. It's good. It's good, but there are elements where the commentary is starting to get a little thick. A little thick. Uh, also, there's a lot of Batman the Animated Series references. Like, a lot. And I don't know if that's going to be something where that issue, or this issue is a kind of love note to that, and maybe the next issue will be a love note to something else in the Bat universe. Uh, it's good. It's still interesting. You know, I, I don't think it's kind of revealed 100% where it's going, and that'll keep me coming back, but I think once that's revealed, that might be the deciding factor of is this really good, or is this just kind of bad commentary i find it very interesting the commentary i don't disagree with a lot of it uh the real worldiness of it of like making money off a of crime is okay it's good i don't you know it's just like this book's going for something different it's trying to inject the real world politics and such into the bat universe and that's part of its goal part of its goal it's not like when i say the other goal i mean more of like the plot of like what the hell the joker is actually trying to do yet to be revealed uh but i don't know i don't know if that real world stuff necessarily makes for a good book or a good read uh the harley quinn aspect uh, i won't spoil it i don't know if that was a weird tip of the hat to the dcu and the the joker business over there but it was interesting I kind of liked it but at the same time I was kind of like huh that seems convenient I don't know it's interesting the art is fucking great you can just stare at this book all all fucking day uh, it's like it's very much the next uh, hush and that you can just sit there and soak up the art and you just want to see him draw every Batman character and villain and he kind of does in this issue so enjoy that Continuing the Batman thing, real quick, Dark Knight's Batman the Devastator. Batman plus Superman slash Doomsday. He injects himself with the Doomsday virus. He injects Lois with the Doomsday virus. That's the only part that's interesting was that Lois goes to her son and is just like, stay away from me because she's got the, the Doomsday hand. And you're just like, ah, that was interesting. The rest is crap and boring. Bruce really loved Superman in this one apparently in an unhealthy amount that's all you need to know and that's why i'm telling you so you don't even have to pick it up batman loves superman in this one becomes doomsday to punch the love out <sighs> hmm torn torn between these next two on which to finish with uh we'll go with a number one with a bullet I don't know how I feel about this one. I I am straddling the fence a lot. An uncomfortable amount. The condensation down there is just disturbing. The story, as best as I can sum it up, because it takes about the last, I don't know, seven pages to really understand what it's about... It starts off with just a huge chopping up of different aspects of the story where there's these augmented 
reality contact lenses. Not terribly new in the world of comics or stories or even tech whatever right now. That's where the the world is going, he said with finger quotes that the audio listeners couldn't see. Um, But it's dealing with, like, hacking and having your personal stuff out there and revenge porn and stuff like that. And none of that really becomes clear until, like like I said, those last seven pages. The rest of the time, you're just sitting there waiting to kind of figure it all out. Uh, You're following this intern. She's an unpaid intern. And after you just kind of get a taste of her, I don't know, confusing life. Because like I said, like the first four pages, I, I was really confused on what the hell was going on. And then it became a little more clear in its narration and how I was presenting everything. And you just see her her life and how she's always late for everything, always making excuses. Which will 100% play into, you know, the, the ending and whatnot. Uh, and then this creepy guy who's illustrated wonderfully follows her around all day and then at the end he just kind of touches her and says he's sorry that he's coming around and then kills himself and you're like oh okay and that's traumatic and you think that'd be enough to deal with but then you know there's a hacking of her and this is after she victim shamed someone else for being hacked and now it's like the reverse that's happening to her and and whatnot um the art's okay at times i really love it other times i was just like why is that leg so weird and jacked up did she break a leg no that's just her running okay uh huh interesting that's that's interesting so again i'm not i don't hate it but i don't love it and i'm a little i don't know i'm a little confused there's a really long uh not long it's like two pages worth kind of explaining the story that I felt is kind of a cheat because I think the comic should tell me that um, it wasn't anything I didn't pick up on but it just kind of gave more of the background of why they were telling the story and I just sometimes I don't personally like that because I think that changes the reader's feelings about the story I'm giving more leeway because you're just like oh well I, I know where you're coming from now but if it's not there it's not there in the story that's how I view things so I don't know. Well, I'll give it another issue for sure-ish, maybe. Really, de- It really depends on how the, the next one starts, because I almost tapped out after four pages on this one. So, number one of the bullet. I'm sure it'll fucking sell out, and we'll see a second print coming. Everyone loved it. Except for you, Dustin. You're on the fence with the condensation. It's done comfortably. Here's the fence. That's the fence. There's over it somehow. I can't do legs. There's one leg. There's another leg. Just doing block of my face to for those listening. Uh, Agent 47, Birth of the Hitman. Shocker, this wasn't terrible. What the hell, Dynamite? Dynamite plus a video game comic book plus <laughs> the convoluted hitman series and it's not terrible oh my goodness it's not perfect and it's not great i will say that it's good it is it's very good it's just there are two narrations going on and they have such a huge shift in personalities which is fine because they're two different people and you want that technically you want that in 
something like that. But then it might have been better to, I don't know, there just needed to be softer transitions between that, and there wasn't. It was just like a fierce fucking shift to the other narration. And I got what both narrations are going for and doing and everything. It's just the... It's just that that shift really just was so harsh that it was like, oh, okay, all right, guess we're back over here now. Oh, a little in my face. What the fuck? But it's interesting. I'm interested. The art is okay. It's not fantastic. I mean, drawing bald guys that all look the same you'd think would be an easy task. It's kind of not. <laughs> I mean, the reality is it's just really not. Like, if you ever read uh the artist on one punch man's his insight on drawing a bald head over and over you kind of realize that it's not it's not as easy as it sounds um they do look the agents that are in this look incredibly young which is just weird and distracting i don't know why it just was but uh the story follows 47 and 6 they're call each other brothers and, and such and uh, they blow up this girl's uh, family I think while they're burying the son that had already died um, and then she kind of sets off on her own mission to be, get revenge even though they just never fucking say that they should they should just say that but they don't and then they're kind of wrestling with the, the fact and of uh, what they do, and you, you can see 47 becoming a little less programmed and whatnot. So, it's an interesting comic book. Um, if you like the Hitman series, I think you'll actually enjoy this. Again, it's not perfect though, so just keep that in mind. But it is probably the best video game comic book I have read in a very long time. Can't even remember the last good one I read, and especially by Dynamite, who is doing those Atari books, I think, and those are. Ooh, big old stinker stinker runes. So you'll have to excuse me for a moment. And uh, but that's uh, that's where I wanted to leave you with Agent Forty Seven, Birth of the Hitman. It's not my pick of the week, but it's probably worth picking up. So there you go. If you got something I missed, fuck man, this still ran long. I don't know. I started rambling about Agent Forty Seven. Thank you for listening every week. You can find me at Internet Hero at Comic Bastards. Not gonna put it on the screen this week. Eh, I get tired of doing that shit. Um, if you like this, let me know. If you don't want me to cover as many first issues, let me know. You know, I'd like to spice it up. Unfortunately, my life has been rather busy and hectic the last month and a half. Uh, a lot of personal family stuff going on and all that. So it just eats up a lot of time. And these first issues are easy to crank out. So. But if you don't like that, I want to know because I don't want to just sit here and keep doing first fucking issues. And I was just like, ah, fuck that podcast. Thank you for listening, though. I hope a friend shared this with you and you share it with a friend. Bye now. Just a little bit and go back underground Life for permanent bastards Got it right though They write to keep the scene on the right track So they read the stack after stack And the back back Since someone got a stack These creators in check man And the verdict is Jason Aaron Yeah he's in check Tony Daniel Yep yeah, in check <laughs>
If you read a comic, put it back. Plastic sleeve, hard cardboard back. Then in the milk crate, black. Filed alphabetically, no, seriously. 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 seriously.